Welcome to What the FFF, your mindset and nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to What the FFF, your dose of no bullshit training and nutrition advice. Your host, Brendan Andrews from Prep Report Fitness with over eight years experience and over 12,000 sessions in camp. And Michael Charles, elite level powerlifter with over five years experience in the disability fitness space with his business strength community. All right, guys, welcome to WTFFF. We are on to episode seven. I've got the moose here with me. Hello. Hello and welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What have we got today? Uh, What have we got? Who should we listen to for advice around training and self-development? And I think a lot of people have combined them into one, mm-hmm. which is fair. Yep. Um, a little bit of a rant, I think, for me today. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, without naming names. Um, there's a lot of, especially like really strong athletes that clearly their, their mental health doesn't appear very, very good. Mm. And now they're delving into the self-development, into their things, which in a way is okay, but they're using their own personal experiences battling mental health um, to try and make money. Mm. Now, your experience, and I think uh, the easiest way for the explanation of this is that I can use it as an example is I've lost a shitload of weight. I'm not a nutritionist. Yeah. doesn't make me a professional. Just because I've achieved it doesn't mean that I have a particular knowledge to go on then sell it to people. Yeah. And that's what, I've, that's what I find annoying in this space is that there's these people that are using their own personal experience that have no particular qualifications other than maybe they've seen a, you know, a psychologist or stuff like that and they've got things that have been put in place specifically for them. Yeah. But then they're trying to on-sell that as a professional, which to me, that's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's almost like it's like the information age. It's like everyone's selling courses. Everyone's like sharing their own experience. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. And now when people realize that you can monetize what's essentially an opinion, everyone's cashing in. Yeah. Yeah. And in that particular... And this particular example is very specific. Specific. <laughs> I'll get there. In a God, with <laughs> um, yeah, when you're like, when you're dealing with people who've got chronic depression and diagnosed mental illness like borderline personality disorder and all these other, you know, bipolar and stuff like that, to say that your experience, it's not to take away from your experience and that you don't have information to share. Yep. You don't have information to sell as a professional. No. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're out of your lane. Yeah. Like if you're just suffering from a couple of bad mental health days, like we've done an episode prior to this on, um, and we've given an evaluation-based system on how to, to improve that. And maybe, okay, you're suffering depression in the moment versus... Someone with clinical depression. Yeah. That's been diagnosed, different medications, and is still struggling versus just you're a bit of a, in a bit of a down. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference, isn't it? Massive. Like it's difference. Someone that's just, there's, 
you know, a depressed state is not unhealthy. Yeah. I, I can use an example for a client, um, not in this job that I've had. This is in a previous, previous role. And she said to me one day, she's like, I'm fucking depressed. I'm mm. like, look at the situation you're in. Mm. You've just moved into a house with 24-hour workers. Everything's new. You've seen doctors left, right, and centre. Um, you know, you've got she, this lady had restrictive practices put on her. Like she was restricted in what she could do. Of course, you're fucking depressed. Yeah, I don't think you're unhealthy in that situation. For that matter, like there is, there is part of like we get sad. Yeah, yeah, it's a natural emotion. Yeah, but I guess it's it's justified in some cases, isn't it? Well, sometimes. Yeah, you look at your environment. If your environment's shit, and then you wonder why you're upset. Sometimes we got to look at changing the environment. Like obviously for this lady, this that wasn't that wasn't something that she could do. Like she had, there was an adjustment to change that needed to be made. But yeah. for the best part. If everything's shit and the environment shit, you're probably crazy if you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so would you say, so when you were 200 plus kilos, were you depressed? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and so for me, like actually the past few months, been doing 68 hour, 60 to 80 hour weeks, like well and truly overworked. Uh, doesn't mean things have been bad. It's just been a lot going. It's been very stressful with part, my partner Salon. It's just launched. Mm. I'm feeling much freer. Bloody hell. <laughs> um, have I been depressed? Yes. Have I been anxious? Yes. Yeah. Like, and it, that's environmental. But yeah, and that's a by, that's a byproduct of what's going on. It's not necessarily mm. the the emotion itself. Yes. Yeah. That there's something bad. Yeah. I'm just fucking busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's almost like a. I think they're, they're such buzzwords at the moment: depression, anxiety, and all these things. But at the end of the day, like. They're warning signals. But they're yeah, they are. Like, they're, they're telling you something's wrong. Like, there's yeah. something that's... But what's anxiety? Anxiety is a fear of something that hasn't happened because it's a coping mechanism for us to, well, you know, safeguard ourselves from future incidences. Yeah. Where we, can, we can lose that. Yeah. It's like, I hate when people say, oh, I'm anxious. And I say it too because we all get anxious. Yeah. But... Why are we scared of something that hasn't happened? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a natural thing. Like, you know, you go on a date or first date or whatever, like whatever it is, mm. that's a natural thing. Yeah. To be anxious of what's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But we look at it the wrong way sometimes. Like, we can look at all the bad things that happen. It's like, oh, what happens if, for instance, you meet your wife? Yeah. It's oh. the fucking best thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then if we go on the primal side of things, you're going to be walking into a lion's den, you're going to be fucking anxious. You're ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> fight. Or just try and run faster than you may. Yeah, don't freeze. That's the worst one. No, yeah, don't freeze. That's, that's, just, like, <laughs> that's just lunch meat. Yeah. yeah. And so there's like, so there's that. And now there's so you, pretty much what we're saying is like there's people leveraging that. As like with their own experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the and that was sort of the point is that they they're trying to use their own experience to profit, regardless of whether they think they're doing it for the right reasons. If you're not qualified, especially in that in that line of mental health, and particularly people that have like acute mental health disorders, mm. um, it is it's just out of your scope. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a 
you know, like if they're saying, if they're given diagnosis, obviously that's illegal mm. because they're not that big and you know, they're not giving diagnosis. But I feel like they're trying to sell treatment. Yeah. And selling treatment means that you have an understanding of, the, of what you're doing. Yeah. To then treat that diagnosis. Yes, I know. I might lost my words. I've had too many coffees, but are you anxious? <laughs> are you anxious? Um, so, would you almost say though, like, what, what do you mean exactly? Like, are these people said like, is this just a course with an ebook? Yeah, it's, it's life it's, coaching. Yeah, it's like it's life coaching, right? Yeah, it's life coaching to the degree of where they're saying it's like, if you have mental health disorders, we can help you. Yeah, you know, gotcha. you're not a doctor. No. You can provide a service in the gym to help and, you know, to a degree mentor along, mm. but you can't you can't say that you have the cure. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Reminds me of that um, the guy that reckons he could, you know, from the, uh, oh, the fix the degenerative yeah. hearing thing with yeah. just the power of thought. The power of positivity. The power of positivity. I was like, that's illegal. Like, <laughs> we, yeah, you don't give people that false hope. But what about if we had, what if we played devil's advocate on the other side of things? Like, can we use us as an example? If someone's got something going on with their mental health, um, you know, say that they're training with us, they've got a relationship with us, um, would you say that we're, we're more well-equipped than, oh, I'll use a really polar opposite example, like a, a really uns- socially awkward, unsocialized like accountant that may not have good social skills? You'd think that then the person that's suffering with mental health has a relationship training with us. That if they come to us for a conversation, do you think it'll be a benefit? Yeah, of course. And it's not it's not discouraging people to talk to anybody at yeah. all. Yeah. But it's seeking if they're trying to seek like a me- something medical. Yeah. You're in the wrong spot. Like mm. we're here to train you. We're here to be positive. Yeah. Um, you know, guide along the way, point in the right directions of things, but. When we're talking about, and I mean, I really mean these acute mental health sort of disorders, yeah. right, where you know people have got bipolar, borderline personality disorder, these particular ones yeah. that need to be diagnosed by, I believe, BDP needs to be diagnosed by two psychiatrists. You know, they like bipolar, um, borderline personality yeah. disorder. Yeah, right. And I think it's very similar for bipolar. I, I think believe it it's going to be two different um, physicians that have to agree. On. Yeah. So it's not something that me or you should be even poking our nose in, you know what I mean? No, that's well out of our scope. Like, can we give some advice about things that have been beneficial? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If they're, you know, not medical related. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, that, that makes a lot more sense now. Like, it's really just like the people that are clearly overstepping for good yeah. We shouldn't discourage people from reaching out, talking, no, no way. venting, and all these yeah. sort of things. Look, that that we are basically psychologists, by the way. <laughs> the, the stuff that we get told by people, yeah, but that's venting. Yeah, or it's just that they need to get it out, whatnot. Yeah, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sometimes people say that PT is under um, it's overpriced. Just, it's underpriced. You get yeah. training in psychology for yeah. less. <laughs> it's 250 bucks to go see a psychologist for an hour. Yeah. We're only about the 80-90 mark. Yeah. And it's like multiple months waiting if it's a good psychologist as well. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a huge lineup for it. It's a huge demand at the moment. And it's all fucking um, 
Let's do a telehealth one. Like, that's not good for your no, mental health. No, no. Let's do a Zoom call. Fuck off. Mm. Nah, not for that. Not no. for that. Yeah, I think such it, a, it's such a personal thing that they've, they've tried to make. It's like, for me, online coaching, like, I, the programming, yeah. I get. Yeah. I don't like the Zooms yeah. and the stuff like that. Like, that's, for me, defeats the purpose. But that's just my opinion. That's yeah. Just, no, I 100% agree with that. Like, just programming, especially for trained individuals. Good, great, yeah, yes, that's fine. Yeah. Like you're getting what you need out of that. But I think when we start webbing, uh, digitizing a relationship yeah. with somebody, like. Well, it's not personal training anymore, it's fucking yeah. it's different. Yeah, obviously, we're, we're biased on that. Like, it's, it's, it is the relationship with people that we build that is the, the core of what we do. Yeah, um, and everything else is just an extra perk and benefit that comes with it. And to think about doing that with a psychologist, like, nah, like, you got to. Someone's a little paranoid there. Yeah. Like, they're not going to jump on the webcam. No, they're already right. worried about the government watching them. <laughs> 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 I had a government reference just in the other <laughs> podcast as well. That's great. We're going we're gonna to get shut down. Yeah. We'll be demonetized with all our 50 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very cool. Did you have any other topics, mate? I do. You do? It's a little bit of a rant topic today, really. Yeah. Far away. All right, I guess we can combine these two together because we're both a little short on time today. Um, Overcomplicated training programs. Mm. And that's... Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. <laughs> nay. Absolutely not. What have you said? Oh, just fucking ridiculous. Like, you need to be, an, like, you need a, you need to be a mathematician to work out that <laughs> fucking this and that. And there's numbers going left, right and centre. Like, just... Make it simple. Give me some numbers. Yeah. I don't even like RPE. <laughs> you are against that, though. I'm, I'm not against that. I wouldn't prescribe it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against it, but if I'm paying for a service, uh, I don't want to have to think about what number it is. And I don't want... I don't like the idea of... Because I can walk away from training with an RPE, I'm thinking I've, done it to, I've gone over. Yeah. Or I've gone under. Yeah, you got to I, I, I find it very hard to find, like... Give me a number. I'll do it. I, I rarely miss numbers in track. Yeah. Yeah. But if I've got to think about it, I'm probably going to go over. Or when I'm done, I'm probably like, should have gone five yellows, have you? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're anxious about that choice. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, then it haunts me until the next session, and then I fuck it up the next week and go to Emmy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a conversation. You're a slingshot. Not for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I, I, training doesn't need to be complicated. Like the training program I'm running at the moment, they're about 45-minute programs. It's great. I do what I do. When I press the press the weight and reps I did, the timer starts. When the timer ends, I do it again. Yeah. Um, and I'm quite enjoying how simplistic that is, and it's, it's going well. It's yeah. not really complicated. So, yeah, I agree. And simple's best. Like simple is you best. think about the exercise selection, it's very similar to your program selection yeah like the the core fundamentals work best yeah science you to do the f- same five exercises and rotate 10 accessories yeah and that's how you're going to get strong yeah it's got to do it for 10 years yeah 100% <laughs> but uh, like best way to sort of ingrain like I was talking to one of the young gentlemen that trained with us and um to really like fundamentally make him understand why it's so important to get really good at the core fundamental movements being your squat bench dead shoulder press, pull up, pull down, any of that sort of stuff. Do you ever look at someone that can squat 200 kilos and they just look scrawny? Yeah. 
Very, very random. Yeah. No, that's their elite power, dude. They're yeah. not going to look scrawny, they're just going to look small. Yeah, they're just little jack dudes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And so it's like, well, why would you not get just really bloody good at those fundamentals? Yeah. Because if you get really bloody good at them, you're going to be pretty close to your goal and your result. Yeah. How you want to look, how you want to move, and all these sort of things. Yeah. Anyway. And I think that's a great way of looking at it. That's all right. Hmm. Um, what have we got? What's the next one? Oh, yes. It's an absolute ram session today. <laughs> this bones to peak. People selling programs for sports that they do not compete in. Yeah. It pisses me off because you're a lunatic. And now, and then um, it pisses me off for the consumers, like the consumer as well, because if you're dumb enough to buy a program from someone that doesn't have any experience in the sport, they deserve your money. <laughs> they fucking do. <laughs> You know, like, I've, I've done one, sh- two sh- things in Strongman. Mm. I've picked up stones and the log. Yeah. Why would you come to me for a, for a Strongman? Yeah. Program? True. You know I'm what I mean? Too, so. You know what I mean? Like. Link your body. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just don't understand, like, and it's one thing to go to a PT and learn how to do a squat, a bench, and a deadlift. That's fine. I think I think a lot of PTs would be able to program you correctly and safely. But when it comes when you want to compete, yeah, they have no experience in the competition side. Definitely, they don't. Yeah, they just don't have the experience. They 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 can't let you know what you get, what you potentially might come across Mm. on the day. Yep, it just doesn't make any sense if you're going to compete in a sport. You go to the specific sport coach. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. I definitely think that's hundred percent relevant in like strength sports. What about in things like your football cones? And I, and I would I look, would be on your side to say most people look, have played so, sports. Yeah, it's been. This might be in that team sport section where there's that lot, lot of. I don't know, like plays and different things. There's been some excellent rugby league coaches that have never played rugby league. Yeah. I'm sure there is in soccer too because for whatever reason, most of the time they're shit players. Yeah. 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 They were just shit players and they just moved on into coaching. Yeah. Yeah. And that and fashion, look, fashion about sport. There's, there's, plenty of, there's plenty of average powerlifters that are excellent powerlifting coaches. And I'm, you know, same for boxers. Yeah. There's a lot of people that weren't that great of boxers that have been some of the best boxing coaches in the world. They've just got an eye for that. Mm. Yeah. It's not hundred percent all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, I think but how many, how many weightlifting coaches would there be that have never been a weightlifter? Sure. I don't know. Sure. There's not that many. Oh, I for, that's a hard one. To you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a hard one. To yeah. Think, but, oh, you mean as like professional coaches, like Olympic yeah. coaches. Oh, I don't know. You reckon that there was someone that's just out there one day and he's like, fuck, if I can do it, but I'm going to learn how to teach people? Well, yeah, that's it. I don't know, actually, because it's fundamentally, like, you have to understand it so much yourself to be able to coach it. At a lower level, like, and there's old guys that obviously now yeah. that would not be able to have the mobility to do the moves, but they, they, they could probably teach it. But there would people that would be coming to them would already have the basic fundamentals down packed, and then they're like, right, well, I'm being experience enough that we can make verbal adjustments and yeah. stuff like that. But that's high-end athletes, but 
Yeah. For the bottom end? Yeah. Nah. I wouldn't imagine. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. It, well, you wouldn't be getting visual demos, put it that way. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> and that was one of my other points. Like, some, I've seen some of these S&Cs that have fucking had a whiteboard of a program for an individual, and then he couldn't demonstrate a squat properly. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. But do you think, like, when you look at the high level of any of those coaches or sports, whether they were good at the sport or not, they were probably passionate and obsessed about the sport. Sure, yeah. They would have been obsessed with the strategy and the, the plays that they would in basketball yeah. or football that they would have to do. And like, yeah, and I think that team sport, there's, that can be... That can be different mm. for sure because I know of I know of some excellent rugby league coaches that have never played the game professionally. Yeah, that have been excellent coaches. Yeah, and I think especially at the high level, like realistically, like yes, there's a coach for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> so yeah. that's another thing. Like you've got the overhead coach, then there's like a fitness coach, strength yeah. coach, like there's everything, isn't there? Yeah, there's a good either the Dolphins documentary on Steam with Wayne Bennett. That's actually fucking really good. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. I, because I you get to see the inner workings of how the club operates and then you get to see what Wayne Bennett being the head coach of how he operates and gets all these people. He just picks the team that he wants, but not just the players, but he's strength and conditioning coach. He's this and that. And he's like, nah, I want this guy. Get him in here. Like, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, no, oh, it's just not him. Just sitting there and it's like, playbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have referenced, like, high-level sports teams as businesses. Mm. Like, they're literally just like a business, like a, a structure of a company. You've got people that works down through, and that's how like, that's how they run. Oh, like, yeah, they have to run like a business. Like, yeah, well, there's a profitable element to it, but, yeah. like, even from the structure of, like, the sports side, yeah, like, yeah. they run it like a business, yeah. which I find really interesting. Yeah. I find it funny that the entrepreneurs that um, call business the hardest sport of all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard, but yeah. it's a sport. Yeah. You're sitting on your laptop most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand the mindset and different things like that. <laughs> yeah. So you've come up with a pretty strong theme of ranting today. Good yeah. rant. Good rant. Good rant. You, you and you, we get to actually sit down on the couch with a beer and do one of these. That'd be funny. Oh, yeah. Um, that'd, be a, that'd be a little bit wild. Um, we, should do, we should do an FFF podcast games after. <laughs> after funny. the beer olympics we'll do a podcast uh, after the podcast that would be quite funny that would be quite merry but um yeah you you really had to tell up about people getting taken advantage of today really yeah yeah i don't know what that was a thing either, but... <laughs> between all three categories <laughs> it was what it was mental health training and then like sport coaches yeah and it was literally just like people just cashing in with people that they shouldn't be yeah stitch it up yeah it's a fair point though it's a fair point Excellent. Shall we wrap up there? That'll do us. That'll do us. Excellent. Well, what is it? Episode 7. Episode 7. Cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe if you're on the YouTubes. Give us a review. YouTubes. On the YouTubes, yes. Um, or if you're on Spotify or any of the other platforms. Yeah. We've got a lot of sponsors going. We've yeah. We're yeah. Jocko. We're going to be selling Jocko soon. How good is that? Ten we've bucks. Got a little flyer behind us from a new MDUSA program we're collaborating on. Bloody hell. We told you that the uh, the pictures and the uh, sellout was coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll leave it there. See you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>